0: Praise, praise, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is awesome. We give him glory. We bless his holy name this morning. Uh, I will try to preach a sermon this morning. That worship just just really messed me up. It, 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 it was like I heard a crackling and the windows of heaven opened. Anointing began to pour down. Rain from heaven pouring down, an anointing that breaks the yoke, anointing that's setting people free, anointing that's taking us to our next level, and I pray that will be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. It's good to see everyone this morning. I believe God has a word for us. Uh, And and I want to be obedient to what I've just shared. I'll see what the Holy Spirit does, and we'll just stop wherever it tells us to stop. Uh, And uh, I pray uh, there'll be breakthrough in today's service. Uh, You'll not return home the same way you came in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we bless your name this morning. We thank you. We're grateful for this great opportunity to be in your presence, to hear your word. Father, Lord, prepare the hearts of your people this morning. Let us hear what you have to tell us. My Father and my God, make every heart of stone into a heart of flesh. Let us receive your word. Let our word find fertile ground in Jesus' name. My Father and my God, I pray for an unction. Anoint me to speak this morning. Let every word that comes out of my mouth be with power. Scripture says, the kingdom of God is not in talk, but in power. Let the words that I speak, let them be power this morning, and the people of God will be blessed, and our God will be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, I believe I have a a message this morning that... uh, Uh, From what has happened throughout the last few weeks, I've gotten more confirmation that this is what God wants us to talk about today, and I've titled it Kingdom Expectation, Kingdom Expectation, Great Expectation, amen? And thank God for a fair reading that uh, passage of scripture, Proverbs 23, 12 through 18. Kingdom expectation, and if we will live what we have for 2018, the year of kingdom power and authority, we need to have kingdom expectation, amen? Amen. The great things God wants to do, and he's releasing his power and authority into our lives for, require kingdom expectation, amen? Amen. Turn to your neighbor and tell them you need kingdom expectation, Hallelujah. So, what is expectation? I really just felt we need to lay the groundwork for this. What is expectation? A strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. I'll say it again, and it's on your screen. A strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. It is the belief that a particular thing will happen for me. Amen? Amen. Now, what's the difference between expectation and faith? Faith, as we know from Hebrews 11, uh, Hebrews 11 and 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That is what faith is. So you can see from your screen there, faith is the complete trust or confidence in something. You believe God. You believe the Word of God. You believe Him to be true. Amen? You believe everything you read in Scripture is true, that Christ came to save those who were lost. John 3.16, that He loved the whole world, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen? That is the faith that we profess. So faith is a picture that's painted for you. Amen? Expectation, on the other hand, is the act of looking forward or expecting something. The act of looking forward or expecting something. That's why we talk about expectant mothers, right? A pregnant woman is expecting to have a baby, or sometimes two, or three, or four, in a couple of months, right? Or a bride is expecting her wedding day that's coming up. Amen? So that's the difference between expectation and faith. I hope someone's following along. Faith is a picture that's painted for you, or a picture that's taken. And so you see a place God's taking you. You're going to come out of this trouble that you're experiencing right now. A picture is painted, a prophecy is given that even though you have tried and tried, the Lord God Almighty is giving you your own child. Faith is that word of prophecy that comes and tells you, even though the enemy has attacked you, even though You've had problems with family, even though there's trouble at your place of work. God Almighty is fo- fighting on your behalf, and you're coming out victorious in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, while they're two different things, they work together. They work together. Faith is your foundation, your belief in God, that God's able to do what He said He would do. And your expectation is the next block on top of that. Amen? So you have faith. You receive the Word of God. You receive prophecy. You read Scripture. It becomes remer for you. You believe it, that God Almighty is making all things work together for, you, for your good. That is faith. That expectation, That that is not just Scripture. That is not just something for Brother Amos. That is not just something for all those people that have been blessed but it is also for me is your expectation. Amen. Amen. Another example faith is your map that you pull out when I know we all use GPS these days. Amen. But well, faith is believing what's on your map. Praise the Lord. Your expectation is what gets you to get in the car and begin to follow what that map tells you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So as a church and as individuals, people that are called of God, sons and daughters of the Most High God, we don't only need to have faith, but our expectation needs to be strong also. Amen? Amen. So I'm really ex- excited for what God will do in this church, for what God has already started, even from this morning's service. Uh, I-, I just believe as our expectation increases, greater things will happen here. Amen? Amen. Uh, I love Second uh, Peter 1 and 2, where Peter begins to say, Prophecy never came from the will of men. And if you have that, you can put it up. Prophecy never came from the will of men, but holy men of God spoke. Amen? As the Holy Spirit led them. Amen? That's why they were able to do great things for God. So do not discount prophecy. Do not discount prophecy. Do not discount what God's trying to do in your life. When you receive prophecy, make sure that you pray about it receive it, claim it, and be expectant for what God will do. Amen? Amen. Job also said, Job 33 and 14, says, it mentions that God is always speaking, although we do not always perceive it. God's always speaking. We do not always perceive it. Why am I sharing this? This is how our faith is stirred up. This is how God speaks to us for what he has in store for us. Amen? Amen. So we need faith, and we need expectation. I'm going to move along now so we can have some time to pray. Amen? I feel led that we need to pray. So you need to hear God's word for you to build up your expectation. Ezekiel 11 and 19. We'll read uh, 19 and 20. Ezekiel 11, 19, and 20. I'll read from up here. I will give them an undivided heart and put a new spirit in them. That's the Holy Spirit. I will remove from them the heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. Amen. Watch 20 now. Watch 20. Then they will follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. They will be my people and I will be their God. Amen. So if you follow along, you can see, and and Ezekiel is a very powerful portion of scripture. That's a prophet who pretty much told the story of Israel, right? From God's promises to their disobedience, to God prophesying that he was going to take them, you know, the, the, the value of dry bones, he was going to take them from death into life, amen? And he was going to establish his people and restore them. This is what, it's a mirror of what God is doing in our lives today. Amen? Amen. So I just want you to have an expectation that God is going to bring to life every dead thing in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If it's a relationship, it's coming alive. If it is your mind that the enemy has been troubling, it is being set free. In the mighty name of Jesus. If it is physical illness, sickness in your body, the Lord is saying he is releasing a word for healing. He sent his word. He sent his word. He sent his word and he healed the sick. Amen. 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 So believe that word and it, it will be so in your life in Jesus name. Amen. So we need expectation. People of God, we need to be expectant for what God is doing. Amen. Amen. Not just for this morning service, not just for Super Sunday next week, not for every time we call Super Sunday, but we should live this life of expectancy every day. Amen? Honestly, as children of God, anointed, empowered by God, there's no reason we shouldn't be going around expecting that God will heal someone, heal the lame, that God will give sight to those who are blind, that Almighty God will set people free who have been troubled and possessed of the devil. Amen? Amen. So while God is a good God and he expects us to have this understanding that He wants to do great things in our, in our lives. I just want to encourage us all, even from Mark 6, 31 through 33. Mark 6, 31 through 33. If you have it, please put it up on the screen. I can pull it up here. Praise the Lord. You see... As we grow in faith, as we mature as Christians, even our very expectations need to change. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't believe they have it, so great. I'll read from here Mark 6 31 through 33. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans pursue all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you have need of them. Amen? But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Why do I share this? Even though our God is a good God, He wants us to have every good thing. There's no good father who doesn't want to give good things uh, to their children. Amen? Do Do we believe that? Hallelujah. So God is the same way. He wants us to have food to eat. He doesn't want us to worry about clothes on our back. God doesn't want us to worry about shelter. Okay? But there's more. Praise the Lord. Somebody say there's more. There's more. When I was younger, maybe when I was a teenager or younger, the things I wanted and I prayed for are not the same things that I want now when I'm 65. Amen? Amen? (laughs) Someone over there is looking like, for real? He's 65? (laughs) Praise God. Amen. I'm going to look exactly like this when I'm 65. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So our needs and what we want should change. Amen. As we mature in spiritual things. Praise the Lord. That's what that passage of scripture tells us. Right? It says even pagans, these are the things that they long for. These are the things that they chase after. These are the things that they run the rat race for. But for us, hallelujah, we have higher things. We have greater things that we need to be uh, desiring and wanting from God. And I pray at the end of today's message, we'll be encouraged even to desire more from God. We should be desiring that souls be saved. Amen? We should be desiring that we take our cities and our nation, our state, for God. Amen? We should be desiring that everywhere we go, the light of God is shining upon everyone that we come across. Praise the Lord. Expectation creates an atmosphere for breakthrough. Expectation creates an atmosphere for breakthrough. That is why when we have Super Sunday, we tend to see a higher level of miracles. We see power, God working in people's lives, I submit to you that is because there's a greater expectancy in the house among the people, and I believe people are expecting today, even for this service today, amen, amen, we already have this anticipation in us when we have Super Sunday, we've been prayed up, we're prepared, we're trusting God, we've received prophecy for specific things God is going to do. The blind will receive sight. People who have eye trouble would would see better. God is healing sickness and diseases. People with heart trouble, they're being healed. Cancer is disappearing. God is reconciling people and their marriages. Amen? Amen? Amen. So I want to really encourage us to be an expectant people. Amen? Amen. It will change everything. It will change everything. It's a huge game changer. And we're going to look at that even some more. That scripture we read, that was read beautifully by Ife, uh mentioned uh, believer, verse 18 says, And the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off or cut short. If you read before that, it says, There is an end. Amen. There is an end. What does that mean? There is an end to trouble. There is an end to struggle. There is an end to being tormented by the devil. There is an end to sickness. And for the righteous, that expectation shall not be cut off. In Jesus' name, it shall surely come to pass. Amen? Amen. So I want to encourage you with a passage of Scripture. I think I'll share this one, and then we'll we'll take some time to pray. If you could open to Mark 9, a a passage of Scripture that I I just thought uh, touches on expectation really uh, uh, well. Mark chapter 9, the book of Mark is in the New Testament, but those who may be Struggling with that, more grace for you in Jesus' name, amen. I think I want to start uh, at about uh, uh, verse 19, Uh, 20, I'll start at 20, but when you get home you can start from uh, 14, praise the Lord. And please, uh, I'd like you just follow along with me here. I'll read from up here, and I'm reading the NIV version. Uh, Mark 9 and 20. So they brought him, when the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into convulsion. Uh, I'm sorry, I want to back up a bit. I'll back up. Uh, I'll start from fourteen. I, I think it'll it'll give a better picture of uh, what what we're looking at here. Mark nine and fourteen. When they came to when they came to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and the teachers of the law arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and ran to greet him. What are What are you arguing with them about, he asked. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. It's kind of graphic, a little bit graphic here, but there's your warning. Uh, When it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the the Spirit, but they could not. Uh, You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they they brought him the boy. When the Spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus answered, the boy's father, how long has, this, has he been like this from childhood? He answered, uh, it has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, if you can do anything, he says to Jesus, take pity on us and help us. And Jesus replies, if you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Amen? Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my own belief. I'll stop there for now. I do believe what help my own belief. So you can see how that story just unfolds. First off, I want to say it's great that it's the father that brought the boy to Jesus. Amen? Thank God for fathers like that. Amen? I'm not saying the mother, hallelujah, hallelujah, yes, who care enough for their children to be involved uh, with everything that concerns them. The mother could have been there, so I'm not saying the mother was in there, but at least they didn't give us an account of what she was doing, or she could have been home taking care of the other children, right, <laughs> taking care of the home front, amen, that's, that's also great. Praise the Lord. It's a, it's a team, amen? It's a team. So, well, look at that story. He says, I had brought him to your disciples, and they were not able to heal him. Well, uh, just a caveat there. Uh, These same disciples went on to do amazing, amazing, amazing great things for God, Amen. Uh, at this time, they were already operating through the Holy Spirit, but they didn't have the infilling of the Spirit yet. So, I believe that's part of the reason, even though Jesus said some of this would happen through prayer and fasting, uh, but they hadn't received the infilling of the Holy Spirit uh, at Pentecost. So that's why uh, they weren't able to heal this child at this time. But it's such a powerful story because, to me, you can see a number of things in there. You can see a parent who had waited on God to answer their prayers. Can you imagine? He was part of the crowd, all those who were trying to meet the disciples and and Jesus. He knew and had heard of great things that was happening. Amen? So he said, if I can just get to where Jesus and his disciples are, my child might be healed. Amen? Amen. When he began to speak with Jesus, you can also see his level of expectation. Jesus, he ran up to him. He says, I've seen the news. I've heard about you on Twitter. I've heard about you on TV. I've, I've seen amazing things you've done. You've raised the dead. You've healed the sick. Everywhere you go, people are crowding around you and they're receiving answers to their prayers. This is why I came. But when I got here, your disciples were not able to save my child. This is why I've come to you, Jesus. Maybe you can help me. Amen? Amen. If you can put up... Uh, verse 23 again. It says, if you can. Oh, sorry. Uh, If you go to where the Father says, um, uh, verse 22 now, and the second part of that, He says, but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. So, On the one hand, He has heard stories of what God has done. He has heard stories of the power of God working in the life of Jesus. Amen? He has heard that he has power to heal and to to save those who are being oppressed of the devil. And that's why he said, if you can. Amen? And then he says, have pity on us. Have pity on us means for me. For my situation, have pity. Amen? Amen. And that's where we need to get to. I want to encourage you, for all of you here in today's service, we'll be rounding rounding up shortly, and pray, I want you not to make your relationship with your father something that's distant. I want you to make it something that is as real as this man saying If you can. Amen? If you are able to, have pity on us. Have pity on me. Lord, help me. Amen? This is what you need to pray for. Maybe you don't have something to pray for. Pray for me. That God will make a way for me. Amen? Maybe you have family members who need your prayers today. You need to pray that prayer. Amen? And then he goes on to say, Verse 24, immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I believe, but Lord, help my unbelief. What he's saying there is, I believe, I have faith, but help my lack of expecting. My lack of expecting that you have the power. My lack of expecting that it will happen for me. Amen? I believe that you're the Savior, but help my lack of expecting that Even though it's happened for my brother, even though it's happened for my sister, help my lack of belief, help my expecting, my my lack of expecting that it will happen in my own life, for my own child, in my career, in my situation, in my body, for my future. Amen? Amen. And I want us to get that today. Many times we have believed that God has the power, amen, that he will never leave us nor forsake us. We believe that all power in heaven and on earth belongs to him. We believe that by his stripes we are healed. We believe these things are true. We believe that God Almighty is able to turn our mourning into dancing. But we believe it as a general statement. We don't believe it for ourselves, just like this, Father. I believe, but help my unbelief. Today, in this service, and what God will do, Super Sunday next week, we will make our unbelief into expecting great things from God. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Say to your neighbor, I have kingdom expectation. I believe and I have kingdom expectation. Where my expectation is not great, Lord, help me to have great expectation. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, what happens when there's delayed expectation? What happens? Uh, The Holy Spirit gave me this uh, a few days ago, and I just uh, had to take some time to stop and, and, and put one or two notes down here uh, because there might be people here today all listening to the message later who said, I believe and I'm expectant, but it's not happening for me. It might be waiting on your future partner. It might be trusting God for your own child. It might be Sickness in your body or career goals that you have, okay? What do you do? Praise the Lord. I believe God will speak to to us in that. It's okay for children of God to have goals and expectations for their lives. Like I said, you can have fitness goals, you can have career goals, you can have Marriage goals. I, I see young people online. They, they put relationship goals, right? Hashtag relationship goals. That's awesome. That's cool. You should have relationship goals. But uh, thinking about it, us married folks, you have relationship goals too, right? I think so. It shouldn't. Our, our relationship goals shouldn't end when we get married. Somebody praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're allowed to have goals and to have an expectation from our Father. Amen? Amen. David said, My soul waits on you, Lord, Psalm 62 and 5. I wait on you, for my expectation is from the Father, from him. Amen? When there's delayed expectation, what do we do? There are two ways we can wait on God. We can wait intentionally, or we can waste time. It's as simple as that. We can wait intentionally or we can waste time. You don't want to waste time while God is working on your behalf. Amen? Amen. So what can you do while you wait? Believe me, God is never late. He's always on time. It may seem like delay, but delay is not denial. That's my prayer for someone here. Receive that word, delay is not denial. God is working on your behalf, and he will be on time for you, in Jesus' name. So, one, pray. Be prayed up. Amen? Amen. Someone said once, pray as if everything depends on God, and work as if everything depends on you. Those two are not mutually exclusive. You can do both. Amen? Pray and trust God as if everything depends on God. And also work, do your part as if everything depends on you. Amen? So pray. You must take time to pray asking God to move on your behalf. He's a good God. He's a loving Father. And He wants you to have that relationship where you can ask Him for what He has in store for you. Amen? Amen. And this can come, like we've said, from prophecy. It could come from your study of the word and you receive a revelation for you. For example, God, God calling you to be a, 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 a missionary or to go serve people. Amen? Uh, it can also come to you in the place of prayer. This is why prayer is very important. Amen? Amen. Secondly, meditate on the word. Meditate on God's Word. I tell you, the enemy does great damage to people because they don't take time to understand who God is. Know Him for yourself. And this can only happen by you taking time to read Scripture, to study Scripture, uh, and be a part of a church family like this so that you can truly uh, get to learn God's will for your life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Sometimes you find encouragement in God's Word. Amen. Other times, something you didn't know about yourself that maybe could help you, the Lord reveals to you even in Scripture. Okay? So take time to meditate on the Word of God and claim that Word and stand on it. Amen? Amen. He told Joshua, this book of the law should not depart from your mouth. Amen? But... Meditate on it when? Day and night. Amen. And you will have great success. You'll be prosperous and you'll have great success. Praise the Lord. The Word of God is able to help you even in a time of delay. Praise the Lord. Thirdly, serve and give. A lot of times what we struggle with, uh, the things that, that God wants to deliver us from, Uh, are the very things that we need to be asking God to show us how we can help other people in that area. Amen? Amen. Say, for instance, you're looking for a job. Okay? You can volunteer. You can serve in church or find other places you can volunteer. As you begin to give of yourself and you do good, sometimes, even for no pay, God begins to see the right mind in you, the right attitude And he's able to respond to your prayer. Amen? Amen. If you're in need of physical healing for your body, you can begin to pray for other people who need healing. Amen? Praise the Lord. And that is a really, really powerful uh, way of being intentional while you wait on God to move on your behalf. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I also want to remind us, Don't compare yourself to anyone. Amen? Don't compare yourself. You weren't born on the same day. You're not the same as them. Even twins might wear the same clothes, but they're not the same. Their paths are different. Amen? So God's plan for you is different from the next guy or your girlfriend. Just because you went to college together and graduated together doesn't mean you get married on the same day or the same week. Is somebody hearing me? Amen. Trust me, your own day is appointed by God, and it will be glorious in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Do not compare yourself to anyone else. Take your time to receive from God, understand what he's speaking into your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We'll stop there. We'll stop there. Uh, I just want to encourage you that kingdom expectation is a God thing. Kingdom expectation is a God thing. People who have not been saved, have not been transformed from darkness into light, don't have kingdom expectation. They do have expectation, like some of those goals and expectations we've talked about. But it's like receiving the crumbs that falls off of the table. Amen? I don't think any of us want to just receive crumbs. We want the fullness of God. Does anybody want the fullness of God in the house this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our spirit needs to connect with God's spirit. We need to be transformed. We need to be changed to receive the fullness of God. I want to encourage you here today, while God can still be a blessing into your life, if you've not been saved, if you've not received God, uh, and, and received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, all that we've talked about, the expectations that we're able to have as believers cannot really be yours, okay? What are those expectations? The Bible says, in fact, Jesus made it very clear That the enemy has come to steal, to kill, uh, and to destroy. Amen? But Jesus said, what? I have come that you would have life and to have it more abundantly. Amen? You can't have that abundant life. You can't have that fullness of all of God's promises without receiving him as your Lord and personal Savior. Let us bow our heads and pray. Ah, Father, we thank you. Thank you for speaking a word to us today. Thank you because the expectations of the righteous shall not be cut off. Thank you, Heavenly Father, because you want to do great things in our lives, amazing things. Father, thank you for your great power as at work in us. Father, we just ask for those amongst us who do not know you as their personal Lord and Savior. If you cannot say certainly that God is the Lord and Jesus Christ is Lord over your life, and you cannot say for certain that everything that God has given us through Jesus Christ belongs to you, I just want you to say a prayer with me this morning and all of this will become yours. You'll have access to the kingdom. I just want you to raise up your hand so I can pray with you. If you've been struggling with one thing or the other, where you just believe you need God, thank you for those hands. Thank you for those hands. I just want to pray with you that Almighty God will give you the great expectation that will release great blessings into your lives. Father, thank you for these hands. Maybe there are one or two more. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. And I just want you to repeat this prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace and mercy over my life. Thank you for speaking this word into my life today. Lord, I surrender my life to you. Jesus Christ, I make you Lord and Savior over my life. Take all of me, Lord. I want you to transform me and to change my life for the better. I pray today that the expectation that I now have in you shall not be cut off. In Jesus precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want the rest of us praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I just want us to pray that prayer for greater expectation. Lord, help my own belief. Lord, help my own belief. Begin to pray, Lord, help my own belief, Father, thank you because there is a hope and a future for me. There is a hope and a future for me. Lord, I claim it right now. I claim it for my family. I claim a future and a hope for my children. Father, Lord, I receive it. No longer. Let us rise up. Let us rise up. Let us just tap into the power of God in the house right now. The anointing is flowing. Power is flowing in this house. Great expectation leads to great miracles. Great power leads to great miracles. Ah, Father, yes. Come, Lord. Come, Lord. There is a sweet anointing in the sand.